will you stand with us, please, to receive the man of God? Myriads of angels are encamped around about this place. One of our good, trustworthy brethren testified this afternoon that in the morning service he saw angels moving through this place. We're going to have an acceleration of the appearance of angels to help us cross over into that land of promise. We have been enraptured. 38 years I've been preaching the gospel, 35 years in executive church work, and the last two days are days that I will never forget. I advise you to get tapes of every message that was preached. They were from God, prophetic. The Holy Ghost is speaking not only to us, but to the body of Christ. And he that hath ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And now we want to bring to you a tremendous man of God, a dynamic Christian. Every man needs a pastor and a prophet in his life. God gave me, and he's still alive, though ill, a great pastor. And many, many years ago, God sent a prophet into my life in the person of Brother Tom Barnes. He is a mentor to me. I have called him, and he has called me. And occasionally, I'll pick up the phone, and Brother Barnes will say, Hey, boy, God's been talking to me about you. You need that every now and then. And he'll never know what he has meant to me and to my dear wife and family. A man that's been greatly used of God, but is genuinely humble. I love Brother Tom Barnes very much, and he is a gift of God to the body of Christ. And God has spoken unto him, Hear ye him, Brother Barnes. Thank you, Brother Tenney, and praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you, Sister Mickey, choir. It's part of my sermon tonight, a song he composed on There's Now No Condemnation, and there isn't if you know him. You may be seated, and we'll stand again in just a little I admire this beautiful building and the people that's worked so hard to bring this to where it's at. But I was just thinking 37 years ago when the Mangans landed in Alexander, he could have preached one sermon and this church would have never been. The next one over there would have never been. And the second one, the third one, would have never been. And that sermon would have been entitled, The Days of Revival is Over. That's all it would take. And this church is here tonight because somebody believed that the Days of Revival is still here. Do you believe it tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah. 
We have our people to come and go. But the people that preaches what that book says will see results. It's time to stop preaching what we think and preach what the Bible says. Time to stop preaching what we feel. Sometimes we feel wrong about things. Preach the book. Praise the Lord. I have enjoyed this meeting so very much. You just never know. Sister Mangan yesterday broke me into on the floor weeping before God. I like to cry. Don't do it too often, but when I do, I cry. Because of the times, you said the, the world's on our mind. But because of the time, revival's on God's mind. If it's not on His mind, it won't do us any good. But what he, when He went to Calvary, He had the world on His mind. When He died there and said it's finished, He had the world on His mind. I don't know of anything else he could do for us than what he did. But I have asked a lot of questions lately. I've asked so many questions why about a lot of things, and you preachers have too. Until I think when I knocked on the door, the Lord would say, Who's there? The angel would say, It's Brother Why. Brother, why? There's a lot of things I don't understand. I still don't. But I'm trying to find out. Ever 12 years, since I was 12 years old, God visited me. And that's six times. In a very special way. And this last year, I wondered if he was going to do it again. He had never failed. The first time I received the Holy Ghost, next time I was called to preach and so on. But this time, this sermon I bring to you tonight is really one that I was asking for my own personal self the whole year past. Why, Lord, talk to me. Talk to me. The Lord began to talk to me and burden my heart. He said, do you think I'm not concerned about the five billion people dying and going to hell? Do you think that I want to just end it and push them over and let them go? No. And tonight, we've got a tremendous job, but we can do it. Don't forget it. We can do anything he says we can do. You can do anything God says you can do. And before I'm through tonight, you'll find out there's a whole lot we can do we're not doing. 
Everybody said praise the Lord. I'm reading tonight Genesis first chapter. 26th verse. And God said, Let us make man in our own image. After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowls of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them, and blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. My text tonight, spiritual dominion. Spiritual dominion. Almighty God, in the name of Jesus, I come into your presence tonight. I stand upon your word with unwavering faith, and I call upon your name believing tonight that you will stretch forth your hand in this service. There's a great crowd of ministers that's going back to their cities. And I'm asking you, Lord, to help them to understand this night. They have power, authority, and dominion wherever they go. I bind every spirit that would oppose the Holy Spirit tonight. And I pray that you loose the spirit of love and faith and power in this audience tonight. That signs and wonders shall be wrought in every life. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Before you're seated, close your eyes just a moment. Visualize the storm cloud. Thank you, Brother Mike Williams. Your rainbow is coming. Look. God's putting a rainbow in your mind and in your life now. Some of you have been battling the darkness, the oppression and the fear, and sickness and disease. But God has come tonight to put a rainbow in your life. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Jesus, do it. Now, Lord, amen. Give him a hand before you're seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
And you may be seated. Spiritual dominion, what Adam lost in the Garden of Eden, the second man, Adam, has restored to us perfectly, 100%. Satan has lied to us, and many of us maybe have believed it. He tells us, you'll never do very much down here. When you get to heaven, you'll be victorious. You'll be conquerors. Yes, my friend, that's true. But we won't need power over the devil when we get there. He ain't going to be there. That's right. We won't need gifts of healing when we get there. There won't be anybody sick. We won't need miracle power to cause people to get out of the wheelchairs and run. There won't be no cripples there. We sing about peace in the valley someday over there. But I want you to know my Bible said when Jesus Christ was born, there would be peace on earth and goodwill to men. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to have peace. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to have rest. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, before I go too far here tonight, you know, it's so easy for people to back up and say, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I'll tell you who I am tonight. I'm one of God's sons. Are you? Amen. But did you ever hear of the father that left everything he had to his son? Everything. A big farm. Cattle. And barns and everything. But when his father died, he decided... I don't want people to think I'm trying to be like him. They think I'm just being a smart aleck to try to be like my father. So he didn't plant the farm. And it grew up in thorns and thistles. And to water the cows and to feed them every day. Somebody say, who does he think he is? He think he'll ever be like his father? And so he didn't water them, and they all died. He didn't paint the barns. He didn't fix the fence. And the whole thing fell down. Let me tell you something. Our Lord and Savior, when he ascended, he turned it over to us. And he's waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God to arise and take dominion and authority wherever they go. Praise the Lord. Let's say it together. Jesus, I will and I am. Jesus demonstrated the spirit of dominion from the day he was born. He sat with the doctors and lawyers when the storms was raging. He demonstrated his power over the laws of nature Everything obeyed him. 
Ever sickness and disease obeyed him. Blind eyes opened. Deaf ears were unstopped. Wherever he went, there was a crowd thronging him because he was demonstrating the power and dominion that Adam lost. Now he's demonstrating it to his sons and to his daughters. This is what I want you to do. And here it is. I'm going to give it to you. Here is what he expects. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, the real thing, amen, this born-again stuff that some people talk about is really, you know, not born again. To some it don't mean anything, and to some it means shaking a preacher's hand, signing a card. But to the Lord, he said, go tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And as he stood there, he demonstrated again his power over gravity. He ascended back into heaven, turning it over to the apostles and to you and to me. Acts 1.8 After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall... Well, they've changed it. Weakness. You shall receive weakness, sickness, trouble, heartache. You'll never be able to make it. But the Bible said you'll receive power. Say it with me. We'll receive power. And we did. And we got it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. The first thing that really manifested itself and got a hold of me was the fact I had dominion over sin. Up until that time, I was pushed and I could turn over a new leaf every day, maybe worse than the one before. But when I found this perfect gift, the Holy Ghost is God's best. There isn't anything else he gave his life that we might have this and he sent it back to us and we have done so little with it. Amen. Do we really believe the Bible? Uh, the Bible said in John 7, 38, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said. I want to get right down to it tonight now. Our tanks have been filled. We've got a tune-up. 
The only job left for me to do is to tell you, put the key in, turn it, step on the starter, put it in gear, and go. Are you ready to go? Praise the Lord. Revival, revival. Now let me explain faith just a little bit. I know a fella, he believed in marriage, but he didn't believe in working. And his marriage fell apart. I know another fella that believed in bass, but he didn't take any, and he stunk. There's some of our so-called faith stinks. Amen. Faith without works, faith without action is dead. Talk faith, think faith, preach faith, sing faith everywhere. Praise the Lord. All right. The name and the mouth of the apostles were so powerful. When they said in the name of Jesus, something happened. Bones began to straighten out. There was some kind of an explosion, Holy Ghost explosion. When they said in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Something went through those bones. Yesterday evening a man standing over here for the stone king preaching, one leg shorter than the other one, dropped to the floor. That's the miracle power of the name. Sister Johnson yesterday had a knot on her neck. And while he was preaching and praying, Suddenly it disappeared. That was the power of the name. Hallelujah. Ever born again Christian has the right to use that name. Hallelujah. Now there's a faith. I heard somebody say once, have faith in your faith. All right, that's pretty good. But it don't work every time. That's right. You know, I they came to me at a camp meeting and they said, you pray for insane people? I said, yeah. They said, we've got one insane institution. I said, it took six policemen to get him there. I said, we want to get him out and bring him over here for you to pray for, and we'll tell you now that he hates preachers. I said, I need some of your faith, Lord. Amen. We may get attacked, Lord. You better, you better, you know, mine ran out. But there is a faith once delivered under the saints. Have faith in that faith. And he gave 
the measure of faith. That's the faith to have faith in. Let's stand and love the Lord for that, will you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I've got faith in that faith. Have you got it tonight? You got faith in the faith that God gave you? All right, you can be seated. They brought the man, but the Lord had to walk with me. The man got saved instead of fighting. That's just the way it is. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I have seen miracle power performed this year so many times. Crooked limbs straightened out this year, not last year, 40 years ago. But it's happening this year. It's going to happen tonight. The Lord spoke to my heart very plain. He said, if these ministers will go home and take this with them, take this with them, these sermons, the spirit of this meeting that we're in, if they'll take it and stand in their place as God called, sons of God, with faith in the Holy Ghost, they have. Then they'll see revival. Everybody say revival. I want every preacher here that's ever been healed by the power of God to stand. Just stay there. I'm going to tell you what Jesus said. He said, heal the sick. He said, freely you've received. Now freely give it. Every man standing. I don't care who you are if you've been healed. That is proof that there is faith there for healing. A minister, you may be here was telling me last year when we prayed, maybe at the camp meeting, he was bound with arthritis. And the Lord set him free. He said, I'm completely well. I said, remember this. You're to pray the prayer of faith for that same problem, and you will see it vanish because it happened to you. That's the best place to start is where it happened to you. Hallelujah. 
If you was healed of appendicitis, the next person you pray for will be healed of appendicitis, if you'll believe it. Hallelujah. If you was a cripple, remember, God did that for you, minister, that you might go on, that you might do the works that he called you to do. How many of you received, had people get the Holy Ghost in your revivals or at church? All of you, sure. Amen. The Lord said to me not long ago, he said, if I heal one, don't you know I'd heal two? I don't want to heal just one and stop. If I fill one with the Holy Ghost, I don't want to just heal, fill one with the Holy Ghost and stop. He said, if I use you to do that, I'll continue to use you. Amen. I'll continue. Now put your hands up. Jesus, I pray that every minister here that's been healed that will go forth and lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. Let the power of the Lord come into their lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. You can do what he said you could do. He said, freely you've received your healing. Now go and pray. Give it away. Praise God. If you believe it, preacher, clap your hands to Jesus. be seated. I don't believe God ever calls a preacher to preach without giving him some gifts. But a lot of you, they've been lying dormant. If you'll pray and walk with God, he'll show you what he has given to you. Now, if the Lord blesses you, you know, it's so easy to get lifted up. Make a mess out of it, brother. I, I appreciate Brother Stone King's way yesterday. That's, that's the way. He preached and believed till the Lord just came down and began to do it out there. The first thing the devil will tell you, you're different. You're special. Amen. He may have to say it 50 times before you believe it. But if you ever believe it, it's all over. The next thing he'll tell you is people are against you because you got this. And you'll begin to isolate yourself. You're not one of the boys anymore. You know. You sit in the far corner off from distance, you know. 
And you see, you got it in your mind. There's against you before there was. And after you begin to believe it long enough, maybe there was a few did. We must handle God's gift with love. Amen. To everybody. And if a gift don't make you a better saint or a better preacher, cooperate better with the district, I'm afraid you didn't get the right one. We don't want to be so mystical that everybody is scared to death of us because we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Or we can lay hands on people and God will fill them with the Holy Ghost. Amen. All right. The Bible said, seek or ask or covet the gifts, whatever you need in your city. God has it for you. All right, this is a faith that we want to always remember, God's faith. When I was talking to the Lord about the lost world, he said, what else can I do for the church? I gave my life for it. I gave my blood to it. I gave my name to it. I gave my spirit to it. I gave my word to it. What else can I do? There isn't anything else he can do. If we've got the Holy Ghost, we've got the power. We have power and dominion. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of dominion. Too long ago, I had to meet some devils. I hate to have to meet those kind. But we have to sometimes. But I found this, that if you love lost and suffering humanity, Jesus will even sit with you with a demon possessed. Right there with you to help you and to guide and direct you. And I watched them delivered and filled with the Holy Ghost right on the spot. Amen. Now let me go a little further with the faith. There is a faith that can move mountains, pray revival down, heal the sick, and create bones. Now let me blow your mind. A lot of folks here from Texas. You may be the pastor. But there was a little boy. His name was Jim Lacey. Prayed for on the campground. Cancer of the hip. Just a shell. Had it in a cast. And the campground, all of us prayed. He took it back to the doctor. The doctor came out. And he said, what's wrong? He said, I don't know, but bring it back at a certain day. There was nine doctors there. They examined the child. They x-rayed it. 
and walked out and told Mr. Lacey, we do not know what has happened. We have took the cast off. Your little boy has a brand new hip bone. in our power there is no way we can do it but the Holy Ghost in us can the Holy Ghost is the spirit of dominion amen and the Holy Ghost has restored everything and more than the first man Adam lost and the greatest thing of all that was restored perfect fellowship with Jesus Adam had fellowship with God. Every day, he walked in the cool of the day to talk to him. But now, that veil has been rent. And now, he said, come boldly into the throne. Can you see it tonight? We have power through his name and dominion. Over all disease, over all devils, not just me, anybody that has the baptism of the Holy Ghost has power over the devil. You have power over sin. Why don't we use it more than we have? When the early church prayed, jailhouse doors opened. An earthquake came. They prayed in Jesus' name. Peter and John said, in Jesus' name, rise and walk. The crowd come running in and said, how'd you do it? They said, through faith in his name. Amen. Two deacons in the church got so full of the Holy Ghost. They got the praying in Jesus' name. And Stephen, they could not resist his wisdom. Amen. They finally murdered him. They couldn't stop his signs, his wonders, and his miracles. Just a deacon. Another deacon named Philip went down to Samaria. And he preached. Jesus. And devils came out screaming. They still scream when you call that name in faith believing. Hallelujah. And they were all baptized in Jesus' name. And the apostles laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Just to be. 
Just a saint. Just a prayer warrior that knows how to call on the name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Everybody breathe. Jesus. There's a faith that can create bones. That's the faith of God. There is a faith that can cause things to appear and disappear. Amen. It can make it appear or disappear. The faith, Sister Johnson, Made that thing disappear yesterday. Praise the Lord. The faith of Brother Lacey caused, and the camp caused bone to appear in this child. I've watched legs lengthen out. I've watched legs fill out. Not in a week, but right there. There is a faith that makes flesh appear, bone appear, amen, eyeballs appear, amen. That's the faith of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you have faith in God's faith? There is a faith that lifts. It caused Arn to swim. It caused Philip to take a trip through the air. There's a faith that lifts. There's a faith here tonight that wants to lift some of you out of depression, out of fear, out of worry, and the troubles you're in. He wants to lift out from your church where the Bible will break in. He has the power to lift. Oh, the lifting power of God. My. Hallelujah. There is a faith that draws. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Amen. Anytime a little church will make up their mind to lift him up and to worship him, after a while it will spread. Amen. And people will come. John the Baptist 
went into the wilderness. He didn't go up on the square uptown. He went down in the wilderness and began to preach Jesus, the coming Messiah. And it wasn't long they were leaving their cities. They were coming out into the wilderness, hunting the preacher. My God, there's power and dominion in this that I'm talking about tonight that can draw men, pull men and women to the church house. Never stop knocking doors. I'm not talking about that. But there's a power after you've knocked that'll follow up and pull and pull. But the Lord will never send anybody to a dry water hole. He'll send them where he's lifted up. He'll send them where he's preached the same yesterday, today, and forever. That old boy staggered down the street. He's passed 15 churches. But there's a little old church in there that's lifting up the name of Jesus. Amen. And suddenly, something reaches out and gets a hold of him. And before he knows it, he's in there. And before he knows it, he's at the altar speaking in tongues. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If I be lifted up as a healer, well, preacher, I don't guess any gifts that ever worked through me. I've been to the hospital. You still got the Holy Ghost, haven't you? Amen. That don't have anything to do with it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You still got the Holy Ghost? You know what I do whenever I fail? I don't moan and groan. I get the Bible and see where I can take care of that next time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Whatever it is that bothers you, the answer is in there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today... As that great river of preachers came by here, I stood there. I felt something. I am too sensitive sometimes. I felt a hunger, a burning hunger. Men's faith that had been touched, going home to believe God. Amen. I'm not the last speaker tonight, not in this meeting. There's another voice. It's going to speak loud and clear. This is the way. This is the way to have revival. You'll hear it at night. You'll hear it in the morning. You'll hear it when you walk down the street. Revival. 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 It's coming. Brother Tenney kept talking today about 38 years, two more years, and the Jews will be celebrating their 40th year in Jerusalem, back in uh, the land God gave them. I told him a while ago, I said, I don't know why, but I'd been saying it and preaching it. Something great 
there's about to happen in the church in the next two years. I don't know what it is, but I feel an expectancy. I feel it in the air. There's something, something. Amen. Praise the Lord. You've come to this place to get a hold of it. And you've got a hold of it. Let us stand. The spirit of dominion is here. Praise God. It's here. I can because he said I could. Amen. I can have revival in my town because I said it. I can cast out devils because he said I could. I can lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed because he said I could. Amen. We can, as a church, do everything this Bible said we could do. great presence of God is moving in now. I feel it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. of salvation. 
my power and you let down my word. Take it to your heart, to your soul. Repeat my word and it will come to be. Say it and it shall come to be. And you will see it and you will hear it and you will feel it as I go with you with the signs and the wonders that I have said I will. Hallelujah. 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 I want them to sing just as we get ready to pray a mass prayer. Go with this song again. Standing on holy ground.
plan for a healing service I wanted to speak to the ministers only really tonight but there is healing virtue flowing so put your hands up if you need healing in the name of the Lord I take authority and dominion over every disease and over every crippled limb amen Every spirit of oppression, amen. In the name of Jesus, on the authority of the word, I set you free from every disease, every affliction. Now, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He's healing you. He said he would, so that's it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. question is asked, how can I release this power that's in me, this atomic power, Holy Ghost power? How can I release that? How can I let that flow? You know, often we're praying for it to come down when it wants to flow out of us. Remember, when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, he was so filled until it emanated through the pores of his skin. 
out through his clothes and his face shined. That's the power of the Spirit inside. He's showing his sons what to do. Pray, like Sister Mangan said, until it moves through you. Through you. Amen. That's the first secret. Faith is the next. The prayer of faith. Peter was so full, it flowed out of his body, went out into his shadow, the very Shekinah glory, and everybody that walked by was healed. No doubt the cripples jumped and walked, the blind saw. What was it? It was the Holy Ghost flowing out of the apostle. Amen. When they laid hands on them, they received the Holy Ghost. What was it? The Holy Ghost flowing out. It so flowed out of Paul that he took from his body handkerchiefs and aprons and sent them across the country. See, all oh, the Spirit wasn't in that. It's in these old earthly tabernacles. Why can't he stay in a handkerchief? Amen. Beating you according to your faith. Anyway, they were healed and devils went out. Oh, to pray until it flows. Amen. Until it flows. Until it flows. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many men who have prayed and sought God have even walked out of the prayer room and shook hands of people and the power of the Lord surged through him and hit them and they were healed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Greater is he that's in you than the devil, disease, Blindness. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Amen. Moses was so filled when coming down from the presence of God, he had to wear a veil for 40 days. When will we learn to pray until the Spirit flows through us? Amen. Out to a lost world around about us. We ought to be a walking prayer. We ought to be a walking example of faith. Wherever we go. Now. Before I pray, I want you to remember this. Jesus was a now preacher. When the storm was raging, he was a now preacher. He said, peace, be still. 
When there was sickness, he was a now preacher. Amen. You've got to be a now preacher. Wherever you're at, sitting at the table, walking down the street, wherever, be a now preacher. Be God conscious. Holy Ghost conscious. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got God's best. This Holy Ghost is not a failure or a fake. It's real. The way some people act, it's so weak it won't pull the hat off your head. Jesus said, the glory that I had with thee before the foundation of the world, I give it to the church. I give it to her. He said to the elder son, which is a beautiful type, all I got is yours. Amen. All I got is yours. He gave us all he had when he died and sent it back. That's all. That's all. We've got it. What are we going to do with it? We can make it happen. In Jesus' name, we can make it happen. Amen. I want to pray this prayer. Everybody, pray with me. Say, Jesus, stretch forth your hand. Lay it again upon every minister and saint here tonight. You know the desire of their heart. You know the prayers they've been praying. And now, oh Lord, we pray that every person will receive the presence of God this moment to reveal unto them the new direction you're pointing for them to go. Do it, Lord. Do it now. Hallelujah. Some of you are going to dream dreams, prophetic dreams. To ignite your faith. Some of you are going to see visions. Keep it to yourself most of the time. Amen. You're going to see visions. Well, there's no vision. The people perish. You're going to have visitation of angels. They've come down. The devil and his crowd came down. But I tell you, God and his crowd came before he got here. Amen. And we're his sons and daughters. And to be like him, we don't want to be like the son that wouldn't plant his father's farm. That's too humble. We can't get so humble. The devil likes to make us like that. We're sons. Amen. The servant don't always know what his master doing, but the sons do. Amen, the sons do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our day. 
been good to be with you. I'd have loved to preach, but I had to minister. And it's done. A lot of you call me from across the nation. Want to know what I've told you tonight. The spirit of dominion is upon you. You have it. That means you have power over sin. You don't supposed to go around with a dirty sin consciousness. The blood does everything the Bible said. It cleanses from all sin. God will have a church without spot or wrinkle. Now wait a minute. Somebody said he'll never make it. He won't if he lets the devil do the judging. He won't if he lets the neighbors do it. The world. But you see, he's not going to have a church without spot and wrinkle according to their ideas. He's going to be the judge. And when I see the blood, a church without spot or without wrinkle, God said so, I believe it. 